Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Morgan Freeman giving life lessons. I chose this episode because Morgan Freeman hits on the same points time and time again. He talks about faith, passion, and commitment time and time again. Faith is when you believe in something when there's no evidence of it being true. And passion is when you love to do something at any capacity. And lastly, commitment is when you find a way to get to that first door, to get over that first hurdle, to not give up just because things are hard. You're going to stay committed and stay the course until you decide that it's not worth it for you. These three things, along with vision, all contributed to Morgan Freeman's success. And arguably, they have contributed to the success of everyone who's achieved great things in life. So listen, pay attention, and acknowledge these lessons from Morgan Freeman. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Enjoy the show. When he lost courage, when he felt like just giving up, just lie down and not get up again, he would recite it. And it would give him the, what he needed to keep going. The autumn night that covers me black as the pit from pole to pole. I learned it when I was in school. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I think whatever God there may be for my uncomfortable soul, fellow collective circumstance I have not cried aloud under the bludgeonings of fate my head is bloody but unbowed beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the shadow of the shade yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid God. It matters not how straight the gate how punishment charged the scroll I am the master of my fate I am the captain of my soul. Your job as an actor is to give it your best shot each, every time. So yes, I'm going into it with the idea that I'll play it to the best of my ability and they wouldn't give it to me, uh, the role, if they didn't think I was capable of pulling it off. Or I wouldn't take it if I didn't think I was capable of pulling it off. I got on stage the first time when I was eight years old. I played Little Boy Blue in a pageant. Power. It's one of the things I was aware of, that I owned the stage at eight. So, no, it isn't far off in America, but we still, and we still here don't abandon the idea that it isn't finite. It isn't finite if you were born, where were you born? Me? Yeah. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge General Hospital. Baton Rouge. There you go. Louisiana. I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I had a long haul uh, from where I came from to here. But here we are. Right. So proof is in the proof of the pudding is in the eating. And here we sit at the dining table. But it's hard to, when you say that to some people, because they say, oh, there you go with a pull yourself up by the bootstraps thing. And just being respectable. Not everybody can do that. Everybody can. Everybody doesn't. Courage. Courage is the key to life itself. 
There are a lot of people who are born in situations where they say, well, I just, I'll never get out of this. So they won't. I say to people who say, well, I, I would like to have done so-and-so and so and so well, you could have done it. So, well, I couldn't get out of here. Man, the bus runs every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah. You're, if, there, if, there, if you can conceive it in your mind. If you can think of it, you can do it. That's the human condition. Right. If we can imagine it, we can do it. Right. And I think that's it, that the, the condition of each individual human. Got on stage the very first time when I was eight years old. I was brilliant. Then I got on stage again uh, four years later when I was 12, brilliant again. So by the time I was 13, it was pretty much a foregone conclusion in everybody else's mind, teachers, parents, that acting was going to be my thing. Um, I hadn't like made a conscious decision I'm going to be an actor. I don't think you do. I think you just, that's what you do. Air Force because I was, it, as it turns out, I was uh, romanticizing that whole idea. You know, we were refighting World War II as I was growing up, so we had all these heroic uh, movies. Uh, and I fell in love with the idea of flying. And then when I got into the Air Force, uh, it had this big eye-opener that racism was rampant there also, uh, and that uh, I didn't, I had not qualified, or suited is a better word, for military life, that kind of, um, unquestioning obedience to a lot of things that I think are stupid didn't quite go over well <laughs> yeah so when I got out I was I was an early discharge it was almost uh, dishonorable you know because I just really didn't fit but the catalyst actually was uh, I did get to sit in a jet trainer because I, I had a lot of people behind me to get me into flight school and stuff. But sitting there, it occurred to me that this is absolutely not what I want. It's, it isn't movies. It's for real. These, you know, this little red button on the joystick controls guns with real bullets. And I'm, I sat there for quite a while and knew that if I made a strafing run, I needed a camera here, and I needed the people to be able to get up and go back to number one. <laughs> so I got out of that plane uh, on the runway at North Island Air Station, the Naval Air Station, and I walked away from that and towards uh, acting. I knew that uh, it was all about the movies. It was all about the movies. The little... Uh horn tooting I can do for myself is merely having the courage to keep going. Uh, back in the uh, hall there, young people, young actors struggling, uh, we, I go, because I go along with it, uh, want to uh, assure them that 
it's best to keep going. Don't don't give up. And that's, I tell kids it's the surest way to lose is to quit. And in this business, it's really difficult because there were so many talented people out there scrabbling to get through that first door that being able to get there and, and do it is a stroke of a lot of things, including luck. Well, as I said, I went to the movies all the time. I went to, I've seen the movies. And uh, at some point, it struck me rather dramatically how much uh, I wasn't in the movies. Would you give purely in an acting sense to yourself 30, 40 years ago? Same advice I gave myself 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> Get a was? job. <laughs> Act. Uh, there are, unfortunately, those of us who say, well, I want to be a star. That's way out there in the ether somewhere. I want to be a working actor. You can pull that off. So act, work, work. I, someone asked me once, and you were about to do it, <laughs> what would you do if you weren't an actor? If you didn't make it as an actor, what would you do? I have no idea. I would act somewhere. Maybe I'd be driving a cab, maybe I'm working somebody's yard. Whatever I'm doing, I'm going to belong to somebody's little theater group. I will act, because I'll die if I don't. I auditioned, or oh, I don't think I even got to audition. I interviewed for the movie the Thing, the remake. So I read the script, and I go back for the audition, and the producer or the director, one of those, said, did you read the script? I said, yes. What do you think? I said, well, you've got 11 people at the South Pole, eight of them are scientists, and then you have a cook, mechanic and something else. They're all black. None of the scientists are. What do you think I think? Needless to say, I didn't get that job. <laughs> the autumn night that covers me black as the pit from pole to pole. I learned it when I was in school. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I think whatever God there may be for my uncomfortable soul. In the fellow collective circumstance, I have not cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of fate, my head is bloody, but unbound. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the shadow of the shade. Yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. God. It matters not how straight the gate and how punishment charged the scroll. I am the master of my I am the captain.